this is episode 76 of uh, Shooting the Breeze with Bash. And with me, James. How are you doing? How's things? You alright? Oh, good, mate. A little bit hungover. How's uh, life been treating you recently? Same as it has been for the last few months since March. Just getting on with it, taking it day by day. Um, yeah, making the best out of a bad situation as we, as we have been. <clears throat> yep. Really, strange times indeed. One of the first half of twenty twenty has been. We're rolling into September. I know, mate. Enough. Like, I reckon this like New Year, everyone's just going to be going out and celebrating just to celebrate the fact that it's over, and that then we'll see what two thousand twenty one's going to bring us. Yeah, guess we'll have to wait and see. But um... probably end of times apocalypse or <laughs> plague or I don't know zombies. <laughs> zombies, aliens. <laughs> There's um, going to be something. Killer squirrels. Because I don't know. 2021 has to top 2020 on the scale of fuckery. Uh, it's like, I'll go with killer squirrels. <laughs> I'll go with like killer arachnids, massive spiders on, on the loose. Some massive spiders, yeah. Or something along those lines, killer bees. Some shit like that. Killer bees, yeah. though, yeah. <laughs> well, no, we already had murder hornets, didn't we? Yeah, but I haven't really come here yet, thankfully. I haven't seen any. But I heard about them, but I haven't seen them yet. I don't think. I don't want to. <laughs> but Fuck yeah, you now. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I just want to give a shout out to the person who knocked out a racist person on the London tube. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know if you saw the knockout, but man, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, you messaged me about it, and I says, "Oh, like, what's going on?" And then you didn't answer. All oh, right, you have to look at look, look up. You have to look up the video. To be fair, I'm happy. I'm happy with any racist person getting knocked out. It's so. just it's just the way he got knocked out. That's that's an amazing bit. It's just oh, you, when you see it, you'll you'll laugh, and you'll be like, you'll just keep rewinding it and watching it again and again, and again. <laughs> just for the reaction of not just the knockout, but the lady at the end who's recording it, and what she says. But yeah, um, uh, you want to start off with the prices of the next-gen consoles that may be coming out? Yeah, we were just talking about it. So, like, obviously, come November or well, end of year, Christmas time, but what we've heard is November, um, you've got the release of Xbox Series X and you've got the PS5. Uh, Phil Spencer, the head of Microsoft, and the one who's like leading the charge in the console war, Turned around and basically says, look, regardless of whatever the PS5 costs, even though the Series X is more powerful, we are going to undercut them on the price. <laughs> Which, given the fact that they've just um, delayed Halo till next year, after a poor showing at their little game conference, um, for them, apparently somebody's leaked an image of like a shop that was getting them in stock has got like the price on their system like ready for when they get the consoles in and it was a whopping $599.99 which even in sterling is about 500 quid about 550 quid <laughs> basically yeah, sterling, yeah. and that's the PS5 won't be that expensive but I you remember the, like, the PS 
4 and the PS3 were around that when they came out? The PS3 was, but then the PS4 wasn't the learned the lesson. The PS3 launched at $600, and it was an absolute flop of a console. Like, it did not do well. And then Sony learned a very valuable lesson, and then they released the PS4 at 450 So, $150 less. Microsoft... In the grand scheme of things, the Xbox One didn't compete really with the PS4. Even though, like me personally, when I've got a PS4, I predominantly play on it. I had an Xbox One, but you don't have a PS4 anymore. What you haven't? No, you. The kids took it. Well, yeah, my daughter's got it now. It's hers. (laughs) But um, like I I resided with the fact that I was going to get the Series X. But I mean, if it's don't get me wrong, if it's 600 then I could, you know, I could buy it. But, but it comes down to price, and it comes down to what's coming out at the beginning. If PS4 well, was bringing... not a lot. If PS4 was bringing out Spider-Man from the jump... Then that's a big deal. But yeah, this is yeah. a console that you're going to have for the next five to seven years. Like, they'll do different versions, like, you know, updated shiny versions yeah, yeah, yeah. but ultimately the console itself won't change I think like the only console that hasn't really changed is the Switch really apart from the Switch Lite Nintendo's yeah. in a league of its own they've got their own games with their own game style and they're not out there to compete like graphically or power wise with those consoles because they've got their own market they've got their own audience whereas the Xbox and the PS Sony and Microsoft yeah, are literally yeah. at each other's necks and the price is going to be the most important thing, I think, for this see, generation. Even if it comes down to that, though, like I was going to say, you've got a console that's going to, in theory, last you five to seven years. And if you buy a PS5, then you're automatically buying a console that's less powerful. It's not going to stand the test of time. Whereas the Xbox <laughs> are coming out strong, but... Yeah, but sometimes it's not about the... Uh... The, the power sometimes is about the playability and like the performance of the games itself because uh, to me Sony's always been that they haven't been like you know always not as powerful as like you know may say Xbox or whatever but the quality of the stuff they churn out is oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> a lot better it's like most with Android and Apple do you know what I mean it, it can yeah. be sometimes it can be about the user the usability of the console, not the actual specs, because sometimes, you know, with the specs and stuff, you know, with firmware updates and little t- tweaks here and there, and like, you know, they can obviously add performance boosts and firmware updates now. It's not just, you know, the actual hardware that's implanted in the, uh, you know, the system. No, I get what you're saying. It, it's going to be an interesting one. I mean, at this point, they're both. Both companies know what it's going to cost, when they're going to release it, but one's just waiting for the other to announce. So even if it's only by $20, dollars $50, they want to be able to say, okay, um, you can have your Xbox for this price, but we're, you know, this is our price. They're just waiting, the one's waiting for the other to jump first. Yeah, obviously. And Someone's waiting for To be honest, idea. like you just said, we're coming towards the end of this year. Like, they want to get pre-orders in. You can't give people one or two months. You need, they need to give to, them three or four. They need to get it done by the beginning of September. Well, mid, mid-week September. 
the latest because if you're going to do October, November, if they're coming out in November, then you need people October time to have the money ready to drop. Exactly. I mean, you know what I mean? it's it's an interesting one, but um, yeah, it's odd. Yeah, but it's one I of them. I look forward like, to hearing some more about it. Like I said, I'm just I don't really play that much stuff apart from my Switch stuff and old classic retro games. So I'll stick to my my GTA, my Red Dead Redemption, bit of Call of Duty here and there. Um, but yeah, do you want to start off with um the the WWE doing two about three pay per views within a space of two weeks? Yeah, which is take over on Saturday, SummerSlam Sunday, Sunday, payback the next Sunday. And then pay back next Sunday. That's weird, that is. Yeah, I thought they would leave that to September. If they're not doing that in September, do you think there's not a pay-per-view in September then? Um, because then I it, imagine they'd do something. Because but... it's on the road to hell in the sound, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, are they going to give... Normally, sometimes they've gave a six-week bill to hell in the sound. For some reason. Yeah, it's that kind of slow bit of the year where, yeah. you know... Don't be surprised if there's title changes because they always change a title this time of the year because it's like you've got those slow burn pay per views before you know the road yeah, to WrestleMania. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'll be, on, I'll be on the road to Survivor Series by then. Fucking hell. Well, yeah. We're nearly in Survivor Series and it's halfway through the year. I know. Scary. Um, yeah. Do you, um, which is strange, like, it's odd, but, like I said, maybe, Actually, maybe they're just going, doing this, like, September, they're not going to do anything, because they're going towards heading the sound, and see what happens. Yeah, there, one thing that we can just, like, I can quickly just go through before we go into predictions, because, as part of the takeover predictions, obviously, we're going to be talking about, you know, Velveteen Dream, and things like that, and I just wanted to, kind of, Basically, it's a bit of a weird one because I, I said to you that Triple H addressed the whole situation and he did with uh, CBS Sports. This is off their website. And it basically says, right, as we know, Velton Dream made his return to WWE television last Wednesday on the company's NXT brand. A lot of people were hmm, surprised to say the least. I mean, if you have a look on Twitter, it was... Um, a very mixed reaction. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is what Triple H had to say. So, here we go. Levesque, so also known as Triple H, also known as WWE, did look into the aforementioned allegations and didn't find anything. And he's quoted as saying, you know, in this, in this day-to-day, accusations are made and you take them all very seriously. You look into them as best you can and you find out what is there and what isn't. In this situation, Velveteen Dream was also involved in a car accident. That's what took him off TV. In the moment, all this sort of stuff happens and you look into it and you find there is a situation that people bring to everyone's attention. You look into it and you find that it is what it is and that there's nothing there. So basically they're saying they've done their investigation they found that there's nothing there. But 
you know, there's evidence to, to the contrary um, as to, you know, what people who've come forward, uh, audio, things like that. Yes, this is, that's he, the problem. Like He claims that he was hacked, which if he was, which it's plausible, it is plausible. Yeah, but if you're However, hacked, yeah, but nobody can take your voice and just redub it on something. Oh, uh, that's the dodgy one. To be honest, yeah, that I mean. could... That's the one that I would take with a pinch of salt, because... Like, we're talking it, it, now, like, imagine if I just re-edited my own voice, you can't really re-edit your own voice on when you're sending a message to somebody on a voice note. Yeah, but you can impersonate people. Yeah, but that guy's got... Whoever's going to impersonate him is going to be fucking good, because that was... That was his no, voice, it was pretty, you know it, what I mean? It was pretty... It did sound a lot like him. I mean, if, if he was hacked, then whoever did this to him is one seriously sick person who's literally gone out of their way to genuinely destroy someone's life, career, reputation. It's bad. Yeah, but... I can't look at Velveteen Dream the same way. Like we said earlier, we need police to come forward and say, right, we've investigated it. Yeah, we, we haven't found anything. Yeah, because you can have, a, like, you know, the company investigation and blah 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 and they can always say oh we've looked into it etc and nothing's happened whatever whatever because it's meant to be one of the next guys in it which yeah. is uh, an issue because obviously we all know what happens when you're going to be one of the next guys you get away with fucking whatever you get away with case in point Orton uh, you wouldn't get away with this though yeah you know what I mean that's the, that's the thing like like I said, until there's like a uh, proper proper investigation like from the police or whatever, he's always going to have that thing there. It's like you know Jackson and whatever. Was he a pedo? Was he not a pedo? Like you know, do you know what I mean? It's always always going to hang in the air now. I know what you're saying. I mean, it's difficult to watch his matches and have... I mean, I always rooted for Velveteen Dream. I was like, you know, I want to see him as a champion. I want to see him come up to the main roster. Whereas now, you've got this ridiculously talented guy and then you've just got this, like, dark cloud just hanging over him, like... It's lucky there's not fans in the place. I think, because if there's fans in the place, they will just switch. Hmm... I think they were switching. I think that's why they've turned him heel. And they were just... So... They'll shout out, you know, whatever they're going to shout out. Because they can't stop fans know. from shouting out whatever they want to shout out. Obviously... No, they, no, they'll, they'll shout it out. Even if they get dragged out by a security guard, they'll still get dragged out. Yeah, obviously, if, even if there is a delay or whatever, you know, normally they have, like, a couple of seconds delay or whatever, they're still going to be able to hear it. Yeah, and somebody will be there with the video phone, just going, taking a video and then putting it online and... Yeah. It's... I don't know how to... Like, like I said, once, if there's like a proper statement, not just not from the company, and there's a statement like from uh, official, you know, police department or whatever. I mean, even, even him, Vince McMahon's behind him, like, which, that, that kind of blew my mind. I was like... It is what it is, isn't it? There's nothing much you can really say about it more. Do you know what I mean? And uh, speaking of somebody trying to ruin somebody's really life, did you hear about the guy trying to kidnap Sonia Deville? I know. Fucking hell. Bloody hell. 
Is a serious girl coming? He literally got in the house with a weapon, threatening to basically kidnap her. Yeah, and Sonia Deville's girlfriend as well. That is mad. I know, yeah. Speaking of that, yes. No matter what, you know, the storyline she's doing or whatever, nobody should be subjected to fucking being kidnapped. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's so disturbing, it's untrue. It was proper disturbing. Um, do you want to touch on the new uh, group Retribution? Um, oh, you can do. It's There's not much that's really known. Mm-hmm. All they do is they just seem to kind of go around and... Trash things up. Trash things up. I, I mean, mean, the chainsaw thing was interesting. That was quite cool. I mean, I mean they've got people they, talking about them. They did a close up on one of the women, and it was very clearly Amber Moon. Yeah, people say it's Vanessa Bourne or Amber Moon, one or the other. Well, maybe, yeah. but I guess we'll wait and see who they're meant to be because, you know, they do come in and just fuck shit up and then run away well yeah exactly which is uh, I don't know what the MO is going to be in the long run you know but um, let's talk about uh, Shane McMahon breaking the internet again with uh, what Shane Mac. yeah what was he done there he broke the internet with the raw underground oh which is an interesting concept it's like somebody said oh let's just do fight club Mixed with like mixed martial arts down in really the bowels of the performance center. It is a bit weird, I must admit. It's it's like a like a like let's say it's like the mixed fight club with like I'm not saying like mixed martial arts and though. So basically they kinda of mix that with flipping fight club esque vibe with like the mixed martial arts kind of a vibe there too, do you know what I mean? Because there's no mats, no ring, no whatever. You know what I mean? And I suppose if they do it right, they can use like raw underground as a like a launching point for like people who are not being used like properly on the like raw or whatever. Because you know, you had Shayna down there last week, which is interesting. You know, I think Shayna being legit, I think they should have put her against a few like you know men as well and just. Let her fuck up some men. Oh, yeah. yeah I, mean, I think it's... Uh, um, I'm it, not a fan of it at the moment. It's growing on me slowly but shortly. Because, like, it, it's... Uh, to me, it's, like, at least it's interesting. You know what I mean? They're trying to mix it's something, something different. up. You know what I mean? They're putting something different on because obviously you can't you can't put on the same thing over and over again especially in this kind of climate do you know what I mean I mean that's true I mean yeah, it's like what I said with New Japan doing the king of pro wrestling thing that's like Wednesday not not this Wednesday the Wednesday after and then like they have their big pay per view I think it's on Wednesday Saturday I think it is I mean, evil defends against Naito for the title, which is the main thing, and then it's straight into G one season after that. That's good. Which is interesting. So, I think I they're gonna, like the G one. I think they're gonna carry it out till um, Wrestle Kingdom that story, because like Naito normally wins 
the title back on his third try. So this is going to be his... Like he loses it and then he has like a chase for it like the first time and the second time. So I think this will be the first time... It's a bit predictable. Like... I don't know what... I think it's a 50-50. I don't know what they're going to do. Because like they don't know how many people... If they're going to do a Tokyo Dome this year or not. Like... They're not going to allow them to have that many people in one building. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. I think it's weird that, like, Japan can have, like, certain amounts of people in. Whereas, I don't know, like, the States is just an absolute write-off. Aww. Even the UK, I mean, we're allowed, like, public gatherings, but we're not allowed to go to, like, shows or anything like that, but... Yeah, well, what's going can. on with NXT in the UK? Like, are they still keeping it? Or are they... I haven't got a clue. Because they've started, they've started putting up that stuff that you told me about. You know, the uh, best of whatever, Drew McIntyre or Keith Lee and they put up like a progress, like full progress pay-per-view. Mm. So, yeah. And they've started putting that stuff on the network, which is um, interesting to say the least. Uh, but I kind of see where it goes from there I mean yeah I mean so have you got the matches for TakeOver oh yeah um, have you got the card we'll just do some predictions yeah I've got the card Um Pia it's saying like it's Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes and then versus Johnny Gargano or Rich Holland versus Finn Balor or Velveteen Dream. I kind of don't know what's going on with that. Is it a one-on-one? Is it a seven-way? Is it? In... I don't like, know. I don't understand I think... what's going on with that. Like I think as far as I'm aware, it was just a one-on-one. But yes, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Like, to be fair, I'm a corporate NXT for a good while. So, to be honest, I don't know really what too much is going on there, but um. You got Yoshira and Dakota Kai, which is interesting yeah. enough because this is Dakota's first shot in it at the title. Yeah. And, norm- and normally they let the heel win the title. Like, I don't want to see EO lose, but if she does lose, then she's going to lose because of that big woman. So, I think it's going to be one of them. So, I mean, who do you pick in the ladder match to win it then for the North American Championship? I'm not sure because I don't know if it's a one-on-one or a seven-way. Once we find out on Wednesday, obviously, you can send out a tweet of what our prediction might be. I personally think one way or another, Balor's going to win it. Well, it should do. If he... Wins this supposed match on what is it Wednesday? Yeah, I reckon he'll beat Dream and then he'll go on to win the belt. Yeah, because he hasn't won that belt before, has he? Mm. And to be fair, he hasn't lost at a takeover, and you should have him at a takeover. To be fair. So. What else have we got on there? You had your own Dakota, right? Who are you picking? Um, I am gonna go with Dakota. Uh, I can see it, but I'll just go with EO just because I don't think she should lose it that quickly. You know, 
it would be odd for her to lose it that fast. Like, just yeah, just putting the belt on her from the last takeover, and then just taking it off that quickly, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. But I can see it both ways. Like, I can see Dakota winning it, but I'll just pick EO just for the hell of it. And then you had like Adam Cohen and Pat McAfee, which is the oddest like thing that's there. It is a very kind of random. Like proper of. random because you thought like you were saying like oh they're going to bring her up to the main roster whatever and I said they're going to keep him there because they need all the star power they need down there right now mm. and like you know not that I don't know if he's like signed as a wrestler or not because if it's Pat McAfee he's like if they signed him as a wrestler then kind of you don't want him losing his debut but you kind of don't want, you know, Adam Cole to lose against somebody who's, you know, just randomly there. Do you know what I mean? It was a commentator, etc., etc. Yeah, I'm good so, to the Dexter Loomis. Got injured. Yeah, was that the original plan? I think, personally, I think Dexter Loomis would, would have won the title. What? The American title? Yeah, the North American. Oh, I so reckon he he's injured. just getting a massive push. And why did he get injured from? Um, he just got injured in. Um, what match was it? Damien Priest. He had a match with Damien Priest, and yeah. um, he got injured. Hmm. So, I think he did his ankle in, or he did his leg in. So who are you picking between Cole and McAfee? Um, Cole, and it'll be a one and done. Yeah. Then you got the. One that's a toss up, you got Keith Lee and Kerry and Crossy. It's too soon for Killian Cross to win the title. Yeah, but it's too soon for you can kind of see it like there's gonna be a title switch, one's getting switched at somewhere, but. I think if the plan on bringing Keith Lee up to the main roster, then just do it. But it all depends. I think it's too early for Keith Lee to lose it, but I can see like they've been building. They don't want to. They don't want to just bury Killian Cross. No, you can't just bury Killian Cross. That it could be a that one could be a screwed finish, or Keith Lee directly wins it. Yeah. Oh, it's a screwed finish to protect It's going to be a screwed them. finish. Yeah. It's one or the other, isn't it? Oh, I'm looking at it. In fact, it has to be a screwed finish thinking about it, because... I mean... I'm going to go with Cross to win it, but only because there's more upside in bringing Keith Lee up to the main roster it was like right do the right thing give him his championship run or just give him the belts just to show right you know you did it you deserve it um, and yeah, then they have done that kind of before man. it's just been a one and done with like Johnny Gargano remember it was a one and done with him so kind of interesting it's going to be a weird one. 
It'd be a good take-off. Take-off is always fucking... That hasn't been a bad take-off. It's just good shows. So... To me, it hasn't been a bad take-off. It hasn't been a bad take-off. Well, yeah, yeah, somebody um, put up on Twitter, like, what's the best NXT match of all time on a takeover? And even to this day, my answer is Sami Zayn versus Nakamura when he debuted. And that is one, that's one of the best matches in NXT. That's one of the be- best matches, full stop, I've ever seen. It's great. I think Liger and uh, Tyler Breeze was great too. Mm. I think that was a great match that was underrated as well. Uh, I'm just reading about SummerSlam now. Like, uh, yeah, you're talking about the Thunderdome thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, on Friday. So it's gonna move to the Onway Center, somewhere like that. SummerSlam will be the first major event held at the Performance Center, without fans. In attendance, fans will instead be able to attend and be seen virtually on LED boards in the venue through a new experience called Thunderdome. Mm. Which is, but then, like, you gotta think about how many fans are on there on the boards, and it's gonna look weird with like fans on screens. It's I don't think it feels the same because the, uh, I, there's going to be delaying like people's internet, delaying noise, and delaying how it's being done. I think. I think it's going to be different. I think it's going to be, uh, if it's done right and it's as good as everyone's writing online and the way everyone's describing it, it sounds absolutely incredible. I'm just kind of glad that they're out of the performance centre. It was too small. Well, I'm guessing after. I'm just going to see how it bees done. Yeah. I mean, if 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 that goes well, then a, SummerSlam has unlimited potential. If they can do that on like a regular SmackDown, and this is the way it's going to be going forward, it's just that this is going to be like the test pilot. Yeah, they're all they're I mean, all moving over there. Yeah, I can imagine what like pay per views are going to be like. Yeah. I'm just reading what they're saying. They partnered with a fan service group, something like that. They said the uh, the projections and stuff, and the lasers and pyro and smoke. We'll make it better than WrestleMania entrances. Be interesting, and a thousand rows of LED boards. You can access. You can get a virtual register for a virtual seat. Yeah, that was the one thing I didn't fully understand. So you can register for a virtual seat. Is it free, or do you pay for the virtual seat? Or? Right. I'm not too sure, but here in the UK, we'd have to you'd have to have Sky Sports to be able to watch SmackDown live. So it's one way or another, it's going to cost a lot of money. Mm. This arena audio will be mixed with the virtual audio of the fans, so chants can be heard from the fans. But I'm thinking, like, if you're doing this all over the on the internet, 
there's going to be delays. There's always some type of delay, especially if there's a big amount of people and how many, like a thousand rows of LED boards. Yes. It's going to be hard, but it's love to see it. how it goes. It's going to be good. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, w- I want to try and because I usually just watch like the half an hour versions of Raw or SmackDown, so I just can't be asked with bullshit. But I might actually try and find a full length version so I can just watch it from start to finish. Right, um, you want to go through the card for SummerSlam? Yeah. Go on then. What's the first match? Right, you got the Street Profits versus Andrade and uh, Angel Garza. Um. I I would go with Andrade and Angel Garza. Yeah, I think because the Street Profits have been the longest reigning Raw Tag Team Champions, and I think it probably would go to Andrade and Angel Garza. Yeah, I think it's so. the best pick. I think so, but like, I do like. I the, need the win. I like the Street Profits. No, no, I, I do. They're very yeah. entertaining, but I think there's more. I don't know. Angel Garza he's just like he's he's in my pick he's going to go further than Andrade I guess I'm going to wait and see and see what happens then. but um, yeah yeah you got McIntyre and uh, Morton awesome that's uh, a hard one just a pick on because you can see him giving it to Morton because I'm going to have Mac- McIntyre to retain the amount of push that you know they've kind of given Orton again yeah I'd go with McIntyre to retain but this won't be the foot, like the only match I reckon they're going to drag this out they're going to drag this out with payback and something yeah. else alright I'll probably pick McIntyre yeah. you got Cruz Same. and MVP uh, Cruz okay this is the odd one you got Dominic Mysterio and Rollins with Ray Mysterio, so Ray's coming out with it. So obviously, you know what? Ray signed a contract then. Seth should absolutely murder him. This is his first first match. You have to see what he, what he does, isn't it? It's still, um, though, it's somebody who's not a fully trained wrestler. Against this is anything Seth goes. Rollins, remember, who's questionably one of the best in the world. This is anything goes too. Remember, <sighs> you know what? They'll probably do do it as the angle of the whole kind of retribution for what he did to uh, Ray and Dominic will just beat him to shit with a kendo stick or something, and Dominic will probably win. Whereas in reality, Seth should absolutely just murder him. Um, that's the thing I'm pretty interested in. It's gonna be, again, it'll it'll be good to watch, but I'm pretty interested in that. To be fair, I'd go with that, Seth. That's a story that's kind of, oh, let me kind of keep my eye on Raw. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of like as I wouldn't really be watching Raw that much. Kind of that story is kind of. Especially with Samoa Joe kind of half in the mix, half not. Do you know what I mean? Kind of find it interesting. Yeah. 
but yeah, um, how about Asuka pulling double duty? Um, she's gotta win one belt. I I think she's gonna win the Raw belt, and then keep the SmackDown belt on Bailey. Yeah, walks out with both belts. That'd be insane, but she's gonna take one of those belts. At the very least, I wouldn't be surprised if she walks away with both. But yeah, I'd go with she'll walk away with the raw one. Yeah. And yeah. I hope that she does because I just can't stand Sasha Banks. Does she's, my head in? She's gonna take one. She's gonna take one of them. That's because if she don't let her have one of them, that's just complete right off waste. You never know. It might be Bailey. They might want to just mix up SmackDown a bit. I'm guessing we'll wait and see, but she's got to win one, at least one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can, you can tell the story of you know when she's in the second match of her kind of you know being like you know she's been through one bit, ter- like you know horrendous match with somebody, blah blah blah. You know, she's tired, she's beaten, and that's why she didn't win the second title. I think but, she'll yeah. face Bailey first and lose, and then she'll face Sasha and win. Yeah, I think that's how they're going to do it. And then the one, um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, who's being the bully? Um, Sonya Deville <laughs> would be a bully. Sonya Deville's probably going to lose. She's gonna end up being a bully. Yeah. Which is um uh, gonna be odd. I mean, seeing Bun Stroma become a bully was a bit odd. It looks like a serial killer. <laughs> this whole like angle with Alexa Bliss is a bit odd. Yeah. You know. It's kind of kind Especially of... when she's on Twitter like, you know, posting photos with a new boyfriend. It's like a new boyfriend. Yeah, she's got a she got a boyfriend on. Um, she, I think she's dating some new guy. Is she? Yeah. I thought she like was this storyline on TV. It's like um, he's kind of turned around to a boyfriend. He's like, yeah, he's that like seven foot angry bald headed guy. It's like, yeah, I think he wants to dick you, misses. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they were buddy. She was going out with Buddy Murphy in the fucking finish. Yeah. Bloody hell. I think the guy she's dating is not a wrestler. He has nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, he, he looks he like just... it, yeah. 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 Alright. Interesting. Yeah, kind of. I just feel like the angle is. Who's AJ facing? AJ's not even on the card, man. They're going to have to throw something together on. <laughs> He's facing Hardy on Friday. Yeah, he's facing Hardy on Friday, unless they drag that out in SummerSlam. But to be fair, they're not doing anything with AJ with the belt on the, these shows, which is weird. They're just leaving it on TV. Which is maybe AJ pulling the card saying I can't be asked to do the pay per views, which he probably can do. Yeah. Or, or they're just, you know, because he's been, he's been having really good matches with, with the IC title, probably the best matches on SmackDown, to be honest. Mm. So, it's odd, for me anyway. 
to kind of be like, you know, I find it pretty strange that they would do that. You know. But I guess you're going to have to, like, kind of wait and see what they do, and They're going to have to pull, let's say, something will happen on Friday that we've got to. Although it's good to see um, Abyss. I oh, know, that was fun. Like, finally out of, uh, you know, his, um, uh, his, like, kind of role in the performance center, which is, like, a, um, he could still have another match in him if they uh, decided they wanted to do something with him. But you're right about the whole when you're talking about the chemistry between AJ and you know Jeff and. It was situation. just a good segment. You could tell this was three people who've known each other for a good length of time, and it just worked. Yeah, I think like the Joseph. That I don't know what they're gonna call him, but. I suppose that's obviously going to build and whatever because they're obviously both TNA originals in it so obviously yeah. know each other quite well and it? how old so. is Joseph Parks? I mean he's got to be in his late 40s Abyss you mean yeah well Abyss Joseph Parks I will have a look on the uh, Twitter Abyss professional wrestler it's 46, it's 46. Huh? Yeah, it's 46. Which is quite old. It'll probably have one more in him, one or two more in him. Yeah, he could. Yeah. He could, yeah. He could have a... Yeah, he produced uh, an on-screen personality. So, I guess you kind of have to wait and see there. Um, that's everything from... WWE, what's going on in the world of AEW? Dub versus Strowman. Oh yeah, fucking. <laughs> I don't know, um, man. I think the Fiend is gonna win. But then, if you build like Strowman with this new character and whatever, kind of. See, that's the thing. Like the way that they've done it is actually very smart because the Fiend can win the belt, but then Bray Wyatt can lose the belt. So it's a way of keeping the Fiend strong and having him as champion because I mean don't Braun Strowman's done better than I thought he would and he's lasted longer than I thought he would but remember he was never supposed to have that title yeah uh, I guess I don't know I'm just a bit you know I'm going to go with the Fiends because I go with the obviously going to go with the Fiend because it wouldn't be good if they fed him a loss he's already had like you know there's been fucked up yeah bits yeah there's been ups and downs yeah so I guess you're going to have to wait and see what's going on next Um, what's going on in the world of uh, AE dub couldn't tell you you said that uh, Mox and it's Mox and MJF in it. Yeah. At their next pay per view. So, um, I could see him getting to MJF, you know. To be fair. Uh, yeah, me. I mean, yeah. I. I don't he's he's as, a good heel. That's I don't see Mox's run as champion as anything 
important or relevant. I think it's just as bland as when he was Dean Ambrose in WWE, if I'm completely honest. I think MJF is a very good heel. MJF is a future world champion. Yeah. And like, this might he's be just a, that good. Might be a bit too early for him. Might. But if they do put in the money, at least they're making the ballsy move. You know. And putting it on a guy that's like, you know, one of theirs. Instead of somebody who was from WWE who just come in. Do you know mm. what I mean? No, definitely. Like, I, I, I watched a pay-per-view. We saw Darby Allen. Like, everyone's saying, oh, you know, he's the future. He's going to be a world champion. It's like, the dude doesn't even weigh. He wouldn't even be a cruiserweight. Yeah, but he's good, and that's the thing. Like, that's the thing there. There's no, like, distinction of weight and whatever and things like that. You know what I mean? It's just about kind of the talent of wrestling. Mm, I suppose. I think that's kind of like where they're at with it, I think. Personally. No, I get that. I just... I mean, their ranking system is broken. Yeah, their ranking Um, system is a bit fucked up, yeah. And I don't... I I personally don't... With the exception of MJF. Well, you got Switchblade back... uh, in the New Japan um, Cup in uh, the USA this week. And you got the final of the New Japan Cup. That's good. So you've got David Finley versus Kenta. This yeah. is going to be on Friday, the final. Then you got uh, a tag team match with uh, Jay White and Chase Owens versus Flip Gordon and Brody King. And then you got uh, like another tag team match, Rocky Romero and Adrian Quest versus Danny Limelight and the DKC. I don't know who they are, but I know who Rocky is. Is Will Ospreay still trapped in the UK? Yeah. <laughs> he ain't going, don't think he's going anywhere really at the moment. So, um, I'm happy that Jay White's returning to New Japan. Yeah, I'll be happy when Will Ospreay's back. I don't know when he's coming back, mate. I don't know when he's coming back. G one's gonna be a weirdo, man. To be fair, look, the the the, fl- the flights aren't banned. No, the people are banned from entering the country who are like uh, are like from a high risk country. So uh, basically, there's okay. a list of countries that they've put on the list. So basically, America. You know, UK, France, etc., etc. Oh right, that's what it is. So basically, everyone is. If you're a home, you know, like here in the UK, you know, if you're coming back, if you're coming back from France or Spain or whatever. Yeah, Greece, you're whatever. To quarantine for fourteen days. Yeah, well, you got quarantine for fourteen days, or Japan's just completely shut down, so you ain't allowed to come in. Fair so right. that's the issue, and this is. Unless they saw I did some, something for him, like on a special team. Yeah. He could be a surprise entrance if they've managed to suss something, but I wouldn't hold my breath. You'll find out, probably, you know, that Saturday. Yeah. I think they're probably going to reveal, they're, on the pay-per-view, they're probably going to reveal who's in the G1. That's good. So, okay, yeah. 
And you probably know who directly who's in there and who's not. But I'm glad to see Switchblade back in action. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially in... Even if it's in the... The New Japan USA shows haven't been that bad, you know. Mm. They've been alright. It's just like an hour watch, like breezy hour. Not even that, like 40 minutes. A breezy 40 minute watch. And like, you know, it's quite easy to watch as well. Oh, not, that's good. not difficult. You know. If I was you on there, check them out if you want some uh, kind of easy breezy wrestling. Yeah, I'm always, yeah. uh I think you should check out the, this last episode at least. Cause is it all on that link that you sent me? Yeah, it sh- should be on there. Okay, might, might have a look now. Um, but yeah, but not this week's. This week's, the final's on Friday. Okay, cool. Yeah, so the final will be on this Friday, coming up. But it's good to hear right. like, Kevin Kenny just back on English commentary again. It's kind of a... You kind of miss it. Like, you know, when you're watching the Japanese shows, you kind of miss Kevin with the <laughs> English commentary. That's probably, you know, us being selfish as, like, you know, Western fans or whatever. But, you know, it's kind of... It just like, makes it a bit easier, doesn't it? It just gives you that comfort. Like, you know, he's literally become the voice of, like, in English New Japan pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is good for him, like, yeah. But, yeah, I think... um that is everything. everything. I think we'll be back for post, post takeover and post SummerSlam. Yeah, and that'll be rolling into payback in a week as well. That's weird. I still can't get my head around that, but I know, <sighs> yeah, I didn't. But yeah, you can find us on the Twitters. At yep, at Reason School Shooting, as uh, always. Thank you for everyone who listens. Thank you for everyone who gets in touch on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm at and, the um, I'm at the broken point one on yeah. Twitter. Um, and so on it. that note, I think I'm gonna go and have a nap. Okay, take care, mate. Same take time. care. See you yeah. soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.